This is News Talk. Well, if you haven't paid your uh, property tax yet, there's a warning on the front of the Irish Daily Mail that revenue is vowing a crackdown because more than 300,000 homeowners have deliberately, apparently, undervalued their property. And if they've done so, they could have their salary or pension deducted at source. So over 316,000 people have not updated the value of their home since 2013. And that's important because, as you know, right across the country, house prices a lot more than they were way back in 2013. There's been a huge rise in house prices, obviously, since the post-crash era. Uh, Revenue statistics show 54% of homeowners say their property is worth less than €262,500. But CSO figures show the average selling price of a Dublin home last year was €506,000 and €326,000 nationally. Anyway, the warning on the front of the mail is that revenue is vowing a crackdown not so much on people who haven't paid their property tax. This article is more about those who maybe are paying but not paying the correct amount of property tax. The Irish Independent staying with property uh, and if you earn a hundred grand you will qualify for a government affordable homes scheme that will uh, earn you interest free subsidies. The Irish Independent can reveal the figures today. It's been described as unacceptable by opposition parties. So there's an allocation this year of 60 million euro to deliver 550 homes under the Affordable uh, Housing Fund. But it has emerged that the regulations underpinning the scheme will controversially allow home buyers on incomes of up to 100 grand to qualify for it. These are um, these loans where the local authority gives an interest-free equity stake to buyers who qualify in order to make the homes more affordable. Sinn Féin saying the fact that buyers on 100 grand can qualify makes a mockery of the word affordable. Uh, other story on the front of the Irish Independent, college students are being targeted in WhatsApp groups to sign up for paid-for essays and other academic cheating services. It's called contract cheating, where someone else does your work for you, for the student. It's illegal, but agents are infiltrating class groups. So they're getting into the WhatsApp groups and saying, here, do you want me to finish off that essay for you? And uh, basically they're luring unsuspecting social media friends into a web that can lead to serious consequences for them. And obviously all of the advice is, first of all, it's illegal. Secondly, very, very, very foolish, because if you get caught cheating in college, there are pretty huge ramifications there. But that's how they're getting in. They're going through WhatsApp. The Irish Times goes with uh, Brexit, Northern Ireland Protocol, and it is saying that British Prime Minister Boris Johnson has been warned of the consequences of unilateral action on the Northern Ireland Protocol, including retaliation from Europe. Boris Johnson, of course, heading to Belfast today. And as you've heard on the news, and it's in the Irish Times, both the government and Sinn Féin saying moves to disapply parts of the protocol risk damaging east-west relations. All the signs, by the way, are that relations between London and Dublin seem to be quite frosty. Indeed, one of the papers suggesting this morning hasn't been this bad since the Thatcher era. Um, And there's more about that, as I say, on the front of the Irish Times. Busy day for Boris Johnson. Busy day, too, for Michelle O'Neill, because she's going to travel to Dublin first to meet the Taoiseach and then go to Belfast to meet Boris Johnson. Other story on the front of the Irish Times 
Dennis O'Brien intervened with IBRC in an attempt to help SiteServe co-founder Brian Harvey in his personal debt issues but was spurned by the lender. This is a draft report from High Court Judge Mr Justice Brian Cregan who finds in his draft report that Dennis O'Brien did not act inappropriately in several conversations and a meeting in respect of Mr Harvey's 1.7 million euro IBRC debt with Richard Woodhouse, the senior banker in charge of dealings with the billionaire businessman. A lot of coverage about that uh, and the whole issues around site serve. And another story in the front of the Irish Times is about Dublin litter wardens. And apparently they've been subjected to serious assaults when trying to issue fines to offenders. This is according to Owen Keegan, who of course is Chief Executive of Dublin City Council. Uh, And he says that the litter enforcement system in Dublin is, quote, ineffective, unproductive and puts council staff at a high risk of being attacked. He was asked by councillors about cracking down on litter louts and basically he's saying the system doesn't work. We don't have a right to require people to identify themselves. The people involved when they're tackled by a litter warden (coughs) excuse me, give us an incorrect name and that's the end of it because there's nothing we can do. So I'm sure that'll lead to calls for reform of litter management and how you actually Uh, name and shame or how you find the people involved in the littering. The Irish Examiner from Page Story follows what's going on with Umbor Planola and uh, they say Umbor Planola will not contest dispute. Umbor Planola is to concede a legal challenge in a case being investigated for a potential conflict of interest on the part of the board's deputy chairman there. The Irish Daily Mirror, victims of hate, they go with the shooting incident that happened in the US and apparently the shooter published a 180-page manifesto before slaughtering 10 people. A horrifying incident there. And here we go again, talking about race relations in the US. Really interesting report, by the way, on the front of the Irish Sun this morning about how you're able to buy painkillers. And uh, the story is that the government is looking at making it harder to get hold of codeine because their reporter, Danny Duval, went into several chemists in Dublin and he got up to 10 boxes of painkillers despite giving a bogus story and with no warnings. Just went into the chemist, asked for painkillers, made up a story and got them. And doctors fear we're in a pain pill pandemic like the crisis seen on TV's Dope Six. So very interesting report. Big um, investigation there on the front of the Irish Sun. Staying with uh, medical matters, the Irish Independent this morning tells us that GP practices received more than €115 million in the last four years for giving sick certs for social welfare purposes. The amount paid to doctors has gone up a lot, by the way. £17 in 2018, £35 in 2021 after changes were introduced to the medical card scheme. And the Irish Independent report, it's an FOI request, and it shows that GP practices are making tens of thousands of euro from the scheme every year. And they go through some of the practices that do well out of this scheme, giving uh, six certs to social welfare recipients there. I suppose the argument from some doctors would be you're under an awful lot of pressure from your patients. If you have a patient sitting across from you looking for a sick cert, it's kind of a difficult situation for the doctor. If you're sitting the leaving cert this year, or if you have someone involved in your house sitting the leaving cert, big report in the Irish Times this morning, leaving cert results and college officers may be issued later, sorry, college offers may be issued later than normal this year. And what's the knock-on effect of that? Well, then the university year might actually have to start later 
uh, for thousands of first-year students. So as you may know, you usually get your Leaving Cert results in the middle of August and then you get the CEO offers a couple of days later. However, authorities recently told higher education uh, uh, representatives that there are logistical challenges in finalising a date for the Leaving Cert results and then obviously a knock-on effect for the CAO as well. So students might have, unfortunately, even longer to wait because some find it a difficult summer waiting for their Leaving Cert results. Um, If you're planning on hiring a car, the news in the mail this morning is that tourists face rocketing car hire prices this year. If you are a tourist coming into Ireland or someone who needs to rent a car for whatever reason, according to the mail, a mid-range car for one week in June is €1,099. That's on top of all your accommodation, food, drink and whatever. If you need to rent a car, €1,000. And that car would have been four or €500 three years ago. Big, big money involved. Now, one final story for you comes from the Irish Daily Star this morning. And Irish men are much more likely to marry a bride more than 10 years younger than them. Figures from the CAO reveal the age gap between spouses in Ireland follows Hollywood, where you have these sort of older men marrying younger females. Um, the go through Catherine Zeta-Jones and Michael Douglas there and the age gap but in Ireland apparently we are big big fans of it as well because over the past 20 years CSO figures show men have a much greater tendency to marry wives 10 or more years younger than them compared to women who are a decade or more older so there's a big report there in the Irish Daily Star some will say oh difficult to kind of have conversations with someone who's not the same age as you others would say what's the big deal as long as you're happy on 106 to 108 FM and Newstalk.com. This, this is News Talk.